How Can This Be podcast, um, back by popular demand, Miss Madeline Barrasano from the West Coast. Maddie B, good evening. Hi. How are you Hello. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah. (laughs) And and this will um, be a regular thing because Maddie and I have talked about it, and she is going to be my co-host going forward. Yes. So I'm so excited. Yeah, I, we're we're both very excited. I, I was at the lake last week, and I had a, I had a couple a uh, couple truly lemonades, which are delicious, by the way. And I I was like, you know what? We're taking this thing to the fucking moon, Maddie. Let's go. Let's co-host Let's this shit it. together. How are you doing? I'm so good. Um, I have 15 Twitter followers now, so I'm really. <laughs> I'm really in the game. I'm excited. Um, I also just wanted to say thank you to our international fans because you were telling me that we have fans in Canada, Australia, and Ireland. Oh yeah, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up where our fans are where our fans are from. Um, but yeah, we we went international. Um, you know, we got yes. we got over 200 downloads on the last on the last episode. So that's fire. Uh, we obviously seem to have caught lightning in a bottle, Maddie. I'm thrilled. I feel like some of it directly correlates with people that I've slept with in these, in these countries is what it sounds like. But I mean, here we go. I'm excited about it. Thanks for the support. I don't know if they were just worried that I was going to be talking about them, which I mean, maybe I will, maybe I won't, who knows, but yeah, I was thrilled to hear. I would hope that they'd be, you know, kind of uh kind of on pins and needles i mean that that means we're doing a good job right i would agree so we've got uh let's see we've got canada we've got france we've got australia we've got uh oh this only goes back 30 days let's see if i can make it a little bit a little bit there we go uh new zealand um let's see switzerland germany ireland and america we're fucking Jesus. international. Wow. Yeah. International well, fan base. A yeah. A lot of people want to hear us talk shit. <laughs> well, I fucking love that. Love the support. Thank you to everybody that's listened. And I know, yeah, people that were downloading, because I was like, you're not going to be able to listen unless you download it and subscribe. And they were like, oh, yeah. okay. And I was kind of trapping them into it. Yeah. That. Hey, listen, that's... That's uh that's that's a skill that only a certain a few people have, you know. I I haven't been able to muster it. You have, you know. <laughs> We're gonna talk thirst trapping at some point because I know you've got that oh down to science yes. too. Yes, we will. All right, so we'll we'll kick it off. I I I awoke this morning bright and early, the crack of six. My um <laughs> my my son went from not. Uh, being able to crawl two weeks ago to now he can like walk with an assisted like walking toy type of thing and oh he stands goodness. and it screams in his crib. So what an athlete just I know. walking around. Yeah, de- definitely not my genes. My wife played Division One <laughs> lacrosse, and I I played <laughs> I, I played one year of club baseball at UNH, and I think I only made the team because the coach felt bad for me because I broke my nose in in tryouts. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, my illustrious collegiate baseball career, but I, I awoke, um, and usually the first thing I do is I, is I open up Twitter as I'm walking to the restroom 
and I had been tagged in a, in a tweet by um, <laughs> by my new favorite Twitter follow, um, you know, my my cohort here, um, saying that she was quite angry about what happened to her yesterday at work, and she wanted to talk some shit about it today. <laughs> On the podcast, oh so I'm I'm teeing you up right now, Mads. It's your your turn to your time to shine. I am just. Let me just begin by saying, those of you who have heard me rant before, it's been a while. Welcome back. Those of you that have not heard me rant before, buckle the fuck up because I'm <laughs> fucking annoyed. <laughs> so, I work in the restaurant industry. I'm so I'm like I'm like so mad. So I work in the restaurant industry and um, I'm, I love what I do. I love my job. I love where I work. I love everything about where I work. I don't even know where to begin. So every, I just need people to understand every single time me or anybody else that works as an essential, quote, essential worker, that's not like a, obviously like healthcare workers, but like grocery or retailer or whatever that's open right now goes into work. We are risking our health to help you and like to let you have a good time, feel some sense of normalcy in the world. And so when you start treating us like shit, it drives me fucking nuts. Also, this is not like a regular situation. We are in a global fucking pandemic. And for people to sit there and argue about where their tables are, argue about why can't I add a seventh person at a table, argue about the table wait time. Why isn't your restaurant bigger? Why can't I have that table? Why is this? Why are? Why don't you guys just add more tables? I don't understand. Because there's so many guidelines, and like this is not what it was four, five, six months ago when you would go out to the bar. Like this is completely different now. And hmm. so I sit here and I watch people be so rude and and terrible to like people around me, and I'm just like, and people that aren't even around me, and just my friends that will like complain to me about it after their shifts, like not necessarily where I work, but I'm just like you guys, you need to be better. Like if you're going to go out, you need to respect the people that are serving you and understand that like I go to work so that you can enjoy your life. And like, like our unemployment's going to run out soon and our $600. And if we don't go back to work, who knows if we're going to have a fucking job when we decide it's safe enough for us to go back to work. So all of this stress and it just when like, I just have people arguing with me and my managers about like the dumbest shit. And I'm like, you guys, like, can you just please like, be nicer and stop yelling at us. And like some guy the other day was like, you only have a reservation available at 445. Who eats at 445? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> me? Like I eat at all hours of the day. Also, why are you mad at me? You're the one that didn't make a reservation. I just don't understand. Yeah, what and the then, fuck? Oh my God, it's bananas. I also, it's just, I'm like, res- I'm being more reserved because I feel like I yelled about it last night, but I just need people to understand that like, this isn't a hoax. Like I go to work every day and I'm like, am I going to get sick? And I am okay with risking that. And it is what it is, but it's still scary. However, yeah, I'm talking to this guy right now and he has a law degree. And so yesterday, last night I was so mad when I got off work and I like just randomly texted him and I was like, so what do you think would happen if like I threw a beer on someone and then, and then I, and then I texted you and I was like, Hey, how do I get out of this? Cause I'm definitely either going to get sued or fired. And he was like, hello. <laughs> I was like, hi, please tell me. He was like, it's self-defense all day. Don't even worry about it. So, I mean, I have one on retainer now. It's going to be great, but oh, other than that, it's been fine. But I just feel like 
I just want people to understand that we're doing our best and there's so much stress and everything is just, everyone's on edge and it's more heightened and we really are doing our best. So if you go out to eat and you're going to bars and you're enjoying yourself, I love that. That's great. I mean, I try and do that too, but just understand that like your server's probably having an internal fucking meltdown and just respect them and be nice to them. Like you were everybody else. Like we're all living in a pandemic and, and that's my fucking soapbox uh, lecture of the day about being a decent fucking human being. <laughs> so I, I went to a, like, I, so I was on vacation last week, as I, mm -hmm. as I mentioned to you. Um, right. And I, I went to a restaurant for the first time since, mm -hmm. I don't know, what, March, like early yeah. March, late February. And I didn't know how to behave. I was like wearing my mask at the table. Like I, I was like, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I was looking at the, mm -hmm. I was looking at the, the, the waitress, the server there. And I was like, how, how do I behave here? I felt like I needed like instructions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you're here. Do I, do I put my mask on to order a drink from you? Like, what's the yeah, and that's because you're a good human and you think about things like that. And like, I, it's, uh, people will ask, they're like, do you want me to keep my mask on? And I'm like, I can't, you're sitting down. So it's like, if you're at your table, you don't need to have your mask on. Right. But I appreciate when people ask me that, but I'm like, I'm also not the law. I can't tell you like put your mask on. So it's really what everybody feels comfortable with. It's just more so like the attitudes and you're a good person. So it doesn't matter because you're just going to be a good person and say the nice thing anyways. But yeah, it is weird. I think people are just in a funk, but the way out of that funk is not being a dick. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> just be a nice person. I, like, and I, that's I don't know what it was. Like, I'm just like, my, 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 my like social anxiety has been so heightened through this whole thing. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't know how to behave. Like, uh, you know, I could be regular, like, you know, previous to this, I could always be regular, like douchey jokey guy with the waitress. I'm like, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. You know, I, I feel like, I feel like Chris Farley and Tommy boy, I'm Jojo, the idiot circus boy. Like, I just don't <laughs> know what to do with myself. So like just going there and I was there for literally 30 minutes. It was, you know, and, and I was in as secluded a, a location away from, you know, a lot of this as possible. I was in, you know, Northern New Hampshire at a lake right. at a restaurant. There was like nobody at this restaurant. I was sitting outside and I still like, didn't know how to behave. Like, I don't know what is going on in this girl's life that I'm like yeah. <laughs> ordering a Patron margarita from. Cause I feel like a fancy bitch. You know, yes. I showed up feeling all fancy with my handbags out, you know? Um, yes. and I, I was like, uh, I don't, what, what do I, what do I do here? Like, what's the protocol? And she's like, don't just relax. Like everybody I was with was like, yeah, relax. Like it's fine. It's not that serious. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to order with my mask on. I'll sling it on my ear. So like <laughs> people know it's here. I'm not just like being a dick and not having yeah. it. And I went home and like I texted my I texted my wife like she didn't she didn't come out with me she stayed um, we were up there with with my in laws and um, you know she stayed back with with the baby because she didn't want to go out and um, I was like I'm a I'm a scaredy cat Kara I don't know what to do she was like are you okay what is wrong with you like this isn't that serious like yeah she was like if if it's anywhere that's going to be like your first place to go to a restaurant during this thing like it's probably mm -hmm. here and you're probably going to be okay just don't do anything fucking weird okay <laughs> don't don't, uh, don't embarrass me yeah stop stop behaving how you're behaving right now all right
<laughs> Quit it. Yeah. I mean, it is weird. It's weird. Even when I go out to eat, I feel weird and I'm in the service industry. It's, so it is a weird situation. It's just like, I don't know why people, people have always been dicks and it is what it is. And that's part of working in this. I need to stop saying it is what it is. Also, that's like my goal of this podcast. Cause last podcast, I said, it is what it is a thousand times. So I'm going to stop <laughs> saying that. That's my last one. Anyways. So or we can yeah. we can make it a drinking game. You know, the people that listen to it, they're gonna take a drink every time oh. you say it is what it is. We can, you know, just yes. lean into it. It's even better yes. that way. It is what it is. So <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, I like that idea. If I drink every time I get fucked up. So love I'm gonna that. I'm gonna drink every time you say it, all right? Right. I love that. Perfect. <laughs> um, I know I don't even remember what I was saying, but yeah, just be a nice person. And it's okay to be nervous when you go out. That's what I was saying. Even I'm nervous when I go out and I'm like, do you want me to wear a mask? Do not. But um, it's more so just like manage, like just understand that it's not as smooth as it would have been normally in not a pandemic because there's so much stuff that we've had to change internally to ensure the safety and health of others and make sure that everybody that comes in and leaves our restaurant is leaving happy and healthy. And that's like our number one priority. And we just want everyone to feel as normal as possible. So treating us like we're fucking idiots is not the way to go about that. And also I might throw a freaking drink in your face. So I'm fucking you know, okay. but, I'm not generally yeah. one of those people that's going to be like a dick at a restaurant unless like I'm getting oh. like obnoxiously bad service, in which case like yeah. I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a, th- like I've gotten, I've gotten into it with, my my favorite my favorite one that I ever got into it with is whenever I go to Chipotle, I, like mm-hmm. there are certain times that I decide to get guac, and as you know, guac is extra at Chipotle. Right. So I went in there once. I, I was working a basketball camp in um, in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, which, if you've never been there. <laughs> You can, you know, take it or leave it. I wouldn't recommend. It's not a vacation <laughs> destination. It's, it's fine. It's a, of all the places and cities in the United States. It's one of them. Um, <laughs> so I, I was there. The closest Chipotle was in a town um, called Wyomissing, and notable former resident of Wyomissing, Pennsylvania, has an album dropping at midnight tonight. T Swift. So, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, little little trivia for you. I'm a big trivia. Oh my guy. god, love so, that. So, I go there <laughs> after camp. You know, I got my I got my $235 camp check for working. You know, 17 hour days, and I got you know I got jock itch. My feet hurt. I can't like walk. I'm I'm, I'm walking like I just rode a horse without a saddle. I'm in no mood. All right. <laughs> So, I'm in no mood. Oh, so, God, I love it. so this time was one of those times that I decided to get guac. Yes. And you deserved it. You earned it and you deserve I, it. I fucking earned that guac, Maddie. And I wanted uh-huh. it. All right. And I wanted to just like, if I could have just put it in a tub and like rolled around in it, like Scrooge McDuck, it would have made <laughs> me very happy. So I, I went up to the cow. I was like, yeah, I, anything else? Yes. I'd like guac, please. Guac is extra. Yes. I know guac is extra. They gave me like a ping pong ball size thing of guac. And My guy. Guac is extra is, you know, I expect like a ladle full, just fucking slap it on there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I like looked at it and I, I was stewing internally. I was like, 
do I say something? Do I not say something? Because <laughs> the two, like the two, two of the people I was with right before me also got guac and they got a nice fat ladle full of guac, you know, good for them. <laughs> and I, I got to the table and I sat there and I didn't say anything for about 40 seconds. And everybody looked at me and was like, are you okay? I was just staring at this burrito bowl in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to fucking say something. And I walked back up to the counter and I looked at the guy who gave me the guac. I was like, excuse me, does this look like $3 worth of guac to you? (laughs) And he was so taken aback. And I was like, yeah, this does not look like $3 worth of guac to me. He goes, I can give you more guac if you want to say, yeah, that'd be great. I just want my money's worth. I don't want any extra. I just want what I paid for. All right. I'm not making much to be here right now. Please give me my guac. See, if I, but then you got your guac and then you ate, I feel like you were just probably hangry because I can usually tell when people are, I can tell when people are angry because they're hungry and I can tell when people are angry because they're fucking terrible people. (laughs) And so I have like that radar now and it sounds like you were just kind of hungry and you were like, this is the last straw in my shitty week or whatever it was. And and now I'm annoyed. And then you probably, honestly, did you feel, after you ate, did you feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been, been like that yeah I I felt bad but at the same time I knew it'd be a funny story to be able to tell in a situation (laughs) like this it is a funny and then and then I went to the froyo place next door and I got froyo and let me tell you I ate that bowl and that fucking pile of froyo with gusto Mads with gusto I just like I strapped on the feed bag and then I went back and to my dorm room (laughs) I dumped my uh my my twin extra long mattress, no mattress pad, with AC though, and I took a nap, and I napped for three hours. It was great. So that sounds like a glorious ending to a nice Chipotle froyo <laughs> meal. That's the trifecta: Chipotle froyo, massive nap on an XL twin. Yeah. Oh, it it was great. I haven't had a I haven't had a nap, a good nap on an XL twin before that in <laughs> seven eight years. I mean. <laughs> This was probably like four four years ago now. So yeah, I was like a sophomore in college. Ooh, my oh, voice just cracked there. That was a cra- yeah, that was cracky. Sorry, as she's texting me, she's like, I don't know how she found all these screenshots of our conversations. And she's like, I'm crying. And she just keeps sending me screenshots of conversations that we've had about that guy that I was telling you about, that horrible date that I had with that guy. Oh, yeah. Good, good segue, because we were going to talk about this anyways. Let's just dive right into it here. SJ, okay, so SJ, because people probably don't know her, um, SJ's my best friend from home. She's my, like, forever plus one in life. She is always on my Instagrams, if you see me on Instagram whenever I'm home in Boston. Like, she's the homie. Future guest on this podcast? Oh, I would love to have her on, but we got to get her, like, we have to get her a little bit like liquored up because she's so there's like this sweet spot with SJ where I mean she's lovely all the time but like when she's like kind of drunk so it's usually at like 9 p.m LA time so 10 11 12 so like midnight Boston time she'll come home from the bar or like a restaurant now and I'll be hanging out with my friend Emily that she's done this like a couple times now and she'll call us and she's like she's drunk and she's so funny to the point where Emily starts like recording her on her phone. And so I need to get her to that sweet spot, but I am going back to Boston next week. So maybe we'll try and pod and like, just do like a short one. Um, and she can be on it and she can just tell us 
stupid stories. Oh, but fantastic. We were gonna talk, the, reason, the reason she was texting us is, or texting me is because we were going to talk about terrible dates. But oh, I kind of yeah. want to hear yours first because I haven't had, I feel like mine are not like low key bad and there's a lot of them. Mine was like one horrific experience that scarred me for the rest of my life and I should frankly go to therapy for. Um, right. So I, do you have good ones? I feel like you do. I've, I've had, so there was a, about a, about a three year window roughly between um, my, my college girlfriend and uh, my now wife where I was, you know, where I was single and mm-hmm. I, I was living in Providence and, you know, kind of a mixed bag with what I was able to, uh, to, you know, kind of procure for myself in terms of, uh, in terms of dates. I had some good ones. I had some bad ones. Uh, not, not like bad, bad, but like weird, bad, you know, mm-hmm. like there was, uh, there was one, I met the, I met this girl, this may or may not even be a good story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Oh my God. I love every date stories. If no matter if they're disastrous or not, how did you meet everybody? Were they on dating apps or were they like, yeah. So I did a lot of, I actually don't think I ever set up a date with anybody that I met like in person like, at a bar. Yeah. I okay. like, I, 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 um, you know, I never like, I was, I've never been a guy who's been good at like walking up. I was never a guy, it's, you know, let me backtrack, correct myself here. I never was a guy. I'm not going up to women and trying to pull numbers anymore. Let me get that out there since I'm married, you know, <laughs> back when I was yeah. single, I was never, you know, very good at that sort of thing. So, um, you know, as, as I mentioned last time, met my, met my wife on Bumble. So I, I spent, mm-hmm. you know, a, a fair amount of time on Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, what have you. So I met this girl on Hinge and met her at a, a not your average Joe's in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is about, <laughs> which is very specific. It's about 20 minutes, 20 minutes from Providence. Um, it's a little, setting uh, the scene. Set, setting the scene. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, it's a decent sized town in suburban Providence, Rhode Island. And yeah, yeah. I, I showed up and she looked nothing like her pictures really and had like no personality but i was like i was like stuck there and i was like i don't know what to do like and she was like very interested in me but i was like not interested in her so i was like how can i make her not interested in me and i <laughs> Because I didn't want to like just be like, hey, like this isn't this isn't gonna work out. Like I'll just pay the bill and leave. I didn't want to be like that guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh so yes. I I went back in in my brain uh, to the Celtics Lakers 2010 NBA Finals because the Lakers were playing on TV in front of me. It was like the NBA playoffs, and. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was there. It was when I was, you know, watching the game, game seven, they lose. I'm with, you know, several of my, uh, my, my female friends. And one of them goes, Pau Gasol is so fucking ugly. I wouldn't sleep with him for his year's salary. And I like snapped my head, like, you know, being, being emotional that the Celtics just lost. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not say things we can't take back now because I would have <laughs> sex with Pau Gasol for his year's salary. He makes like $17 million a year. 
<laughs> that just makes me like a, a high-end prostitute. Like, I'm right. okay with that. Like, uh, listen, I, I've got no shame. I, I'd do that for $17 million. Are you kidding me? I've done worse for way less. So yeah. let's be real here. <laughs> like, what? The, the, Creed, the Creed Bratton quote from The Office. I've done a lot more for a lot less. A lot less. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a sucker. I would have done it for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there and I'm watching the Lakers game and he's playing and I just went off for probably about 30 minutes about how I would have sex with Pau Gasol for his year's salary and everything that, you know, everything that came with that. And basically what I just said to you, except I, I made it a, a fucking extravaganza. Like it was a it was a show. Like all that was missing was, was she like just the like confetti. sitting there like what the fuck? No, that's the thing. She was like eating it up. She thought it was <laughs> hilarious. I was like, I don't know what to do here. Like, because whatever I'm doing is not working. And oh my god. I'm just oh not god. this just is not for me. This is not my no, this is not my one and only here. This is not my no. you know, dating for several months and then it doesn't work out. This is like a, a one time thing so we we leave the restaurant she's like oh we should do this again i was like oh yeah that sounds great never talked to her again no, she was like off the radar after that i hope she's doing well as we said yeah, you know I, I i hope she is doing well you know I, I don't really know what happened to her i don't know where she is now <laughs> um that is also not your average joe's they have the best focaccia bread of all time and it's oh. a massachusetts it's like a nor northeastern seaboard um like higher end chain restaurant but that was like the nice place to go in high school because it was in acton yeah. and like all of our friends would go and like pretend like we were in like adults and we were and like, it's, drinking it's shirley temple it's trendy and they've got cool shaped bars and they're all like mm -hmm. horseshoes and they got multiple tvs around the bar mm -hmm. it's great it's like it's like that and like uh, that and Tits Tavern in the Square are very, yeah. uh, very oh trendy God, chain restaurants. What what are the California yeah. equivalents to those? Oh my God, I feel like we don't really have. I guess like where I used to work, True Food is like a kind of like that, but it's it's less. I don't know. It's just like different concepts. There aren't concepts like that out here. There's not like there's no like ch there's chilies, but like people don't like go to chilies. Right. Um. I guess. Maybe like people go to like CPK. I've never been to CPK. I mean, Cheesecake Factory is a global phenomenon that I respect and love. I love forever. The Cheesecake Factory. A lot of my friends work there or have worked there. And I mean, their martinis are literally the size of my head. They're amazing. Um, they're probably my favorite chain besides Chili's. Chili's chips and salsa, the best. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I had my speaking of martinis, I had my second and third career martinis uh, on on Saturday night this past week. How'd you take did was it gin or vodka? Vodka. Vodka. Uh, it was it was a hot martini. So jalapenos in the olives. But I'm I'm not an olive guy, but I will drink them in the martini. Was it? What, I've never heard of that. Was it on a menu or was did you order it like that? So, so I was at um, so our uh, our vacation went Saturday to Saturday at the lake. So okay, on uh, we had to you know check out of the uh, check out of the the house we rented on Saturday morning, and we went mm -hmm. to um, my uh, my wife's uh, aunt and uncle's house. They have one on the on the same lake, a couple miles away, 
and we stayed there for, for the evening, hung out, had dinner with them and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, her, her aunt made, was like, Hey, do you want a, a, a hot and dirty martini? I was like, sure. Why not? Yes. Absolutely. And it was delicious. Um, you know, the, uh, I, I never had olives with the, with the jalapeno stuffed in the, in the, in the pit area before. That sounds amazing. And it was delectable. And uh, like I said, not an olive guy, very, very anti-olive. It's one of my, mm -hmm. it's one of my, my two bugaboos. I don't do raw onions <laughs> and I don't do olives. Other than that, everything else is fair game. You do tomatoes? But, I do tomatoes. I'm a big tomato guy. Okay. Because guys, well, I've worked in the service industry for so long. I have, whenever there's, I feel like 70% of men don't like olives or tomatoes. It's well, very weird. Do they, do they like ketchup? That's like, yeah. that's why, yes. that's where I'm confused. Cause like my, my wife, anti-tomato pro ketchup. Does it? I don't know. Anti-tomato. Anti-tomato. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's more, well, actually, no, I don't feel like I know because I ask them now because I'm like, can I ask you a question? And then I'll just ask the guys at the table. I'm like, do you not like, why don't you like tomatoes? Cause I have a theory and usually it's a textural thing. Mm. And sometimes they'll be like, there's not enough taste in my sandwich. And then it's just mushy, which I understand or like salad or whatever, which I get, but the olive thing, I'm just like, I don't get that. I love olives. I love like, I love that. They like taste so good. But I mean, I respect it. And you eat them in martinis, and that's, I guess, your gateway drug. I can, I can explain. I have a reason why I don't like them. Tell me. So when I was a kid, I went to um, my my parents took me to Disney World. I was probably like, you know, five or six years old. You know, prime Disney World years, where all that all that's exciting yes. and stuff. You know, and on the way down, um, you know, this was in the '90s. They still like served food on planes or whatever. I, I had <laughs> I had a salad that had black olives in it, and I got sick on the plane, which was likely, um, you know, because of turbulence or whatever, because I was six. And yes. I think I just kind of – it's like when you have, like, a, a bad experience with a certain alcohol, and you can just never have that mm -hmm. alcohol again. That's me oh, with, Captain like, Morgan. olives. Yeah, the, not not for you. You know what? Oh, I'm, like – gagging right now thinking about captains so that that's kind of what happened to me and it's it stuck with me to this day raw onions i just don't like raw onions the red ones are the worst i can eat them cooked i i love grilled onions i love mm -hmm. i love nothing more than going to a uh, going to a socks game and buying buying a sausage sub and loading it up with peppers and onions you know that's the street meat baby the that's street, that street meat. meat and you know yeah. uh, I look past the fact that it's like $10 for said sausage sub, you know, but so absurd. the, the fucking peppers and onions, it's just like, you know, chef's kiss makes it so fucking chef's good. I'm like, I don't like eating raw bell peppers, but I'll eat them cooked, but I don't like them raw. I don't like, I, yeah. It's like so, on, that's so weird too. Like on a vegetable platter, like with like a dip or something. Mm -hmm. No, really? they're like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I just really don't like, that's probably literally the only vegetable I don't like is raw, but I'll eat them cooked like all the time, but it's just raw. Oh, I don't know what it is. My brother wow. eats them like, I can't do it, but I didn't have a traumatizing experience on a plane to yeah. Florida because that sounds awful. Also, I grew up in an Italian household where we put olives 
in our salads and it's those big ass black olives that oh, honestly yeah. take aluminum. And I don't know why, but I like love them and I can like crush them. But I just remember growing up, my Grammy would always make like a massive Italian salad and she's always put those massive black olives. Yeah, I think those, they're really called colossal black olives. Yeah, those things are like the size of like eggs. Oh, they're massive. And you don't have a choice like growing. I mean, I didn't have a choice in when I ate. You couldn't say no to Grammy's cooking, you know? So I feel like maybe it just conditioned me to to like them. But and yeah. now here we are today. Yeah, here we are today. We we took a, a wild left turn there. We <laughs> I forget how we, what we, were, we were talking about. We were talking about SJ going to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're yeah. talking about bad dates. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah. We, we went from bad dates to me puking on an airplane because I ate some black <laughs> olives. We're, we're very we tangent friendly podcast. Yeah. Let's circle back. Oh my God. We totally are. Um, let me find. Okay. So basically we, cause me, you and I had been talking earlier about like things that we were like going to attempt to touch upon. I don't know how many we're going to even do if we even do any of them, but I know that I had this experience where I met this guy or I knew this guy for a lot like years and then he ended up coming to see me in, Bo- or in LA and it was awful. And so I was texting Eshe like right before the podcast started and I was like, hey, I need you to remember all the things that happened when he was here because I need to talk about it in the podcast and like I'm forgetting a lot of it and I know that you know it. So she somehow went back into her texts and found the texts that I was sending her and they are, she was like, I'm crying. Like there's like seven or eight screenshots. I'm like, he's so annoying. I'm not having sex with him. Like horrible shit. So basically what happened was. She's like the three-eyed raven of bad dates. The three-eyed oh. raven from Thrones. I don't watch Thrones, but what oh, is Oh, whatever. Like the oracle. Like she's like the all-knowing. Oh. Like she's like the human encyclopedia yeah. of like bad dates. If she knows anything about me, if, if her and I know anything about each other, it's like that's what we know is like, stuff that happens with guys and like PSA if you say something to me it I will keep it to myself SJ is a part of me she's literally an extension of me so she's gonna know so that and that's the way it is and I feel like everyone should know that but you're like an old married couple literally we are and like we don't bicker rarely do we bicker but when we do we do and then and then our other friend will be like are you guys fucking serious but (laughs) no I I mean she's there she's like are you okay um so she's like I'm crying right now and she's on vacation and she answered me within 30 seconds she I was like what did I say I was like this is an emergency I was like I need to know what um what's his face said when he was here blah 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 and she was immediately just started answering me and she was like I'm literally sitting around the bonfire like crying so basically what happened was so me and Justin were talking about bad dates that we've been on but I really haven't been on that many dates I've been on like a couple now since we've last done podcasts and they were fine and they were great and they were whatever but um they weren't bad and so I'm not going to talk about them because they're going to be boring because they were good but um so we were talking and I was like I don't really have anything but I do have something that happened to me where this guy float to see me so Back when I was like 20, I just graduated from college and I'm hoping I was single. I think I was. Um, Yeah, I was. It was before I started dating my ex. So, or maybe I was going to my senior. I don't know. Regardless, I was single for the record, hopefully. And I went to Maine. (laughs) I went to Maine. No, I was single. So I went to Maine with SJ and a bunch of our friends from home. So like none of my college friends and one of my really good guy friends from home um went to school and he played a sport there and he brought one of his teammates with him on like a summer vacation with all of us 
and he's like a super good looking dude. He's like six, three fucking ripped, like hot. And I, at that age was just like, I'll do what, like, I'll make out with whoever. This is shaking hands for me at this point. I have no fear. Um, I like, I literally, I, I, I can't even tell. I was just like, I don't care. Like, whatever. I'm not going to marry you. You're not going to be my boyfriend and I'll make out with you, whatever. So we went up to this house, the vacation house and I made out with this dude. Literally, that's all we did and didn't think anything of it. That was when I was 20. I'm now almost 30 in like less than a week. And he would contact me at least once every couple months for 10 years, whether it was on like Instagram after Instagram was getting bigger, Facebook, um, like I feel like, or he would like send me stuff on Facebook messenger, but also like right on my wall and shit. Like, well, I have a message from him calling me his great white Buffalo. And I was just like, I don't know what kind of voodoo shit I put in your brain, but I can, yeah, I was like, I can assure you that I'm not as great as you think I am. And (laughs) I need you to understand that before I need you to manage, manage your expectations of me as a person. So Flash you pulled forward. the great white buffalo card out. He called me a great white buffalo. I have the, oh yeah. I was like, dude, this guy's insane, but he's hot. So like, whatever. Yeah. So then before quarantine happened, this was in like January or February, I was like in a rut and like, I was just fucking around with like 25 year old dudes. I don't know. I was on, in a phase and I was like, I'm kind of ready to like start like talking to dudes that potentially I could date maybe like maybe. So he like came out of the woodwork and I was like, oh, maybe I can entertain this idea. Like I know him. We have mutual friends. I'm an insane person. It's fine. (laughs) So I was like, I'll entertain this idea. He's been persistent as fuck. Like as if anything else, in anything else, he's been so persistent and consistent. So like, we love that. He knows who I am at my core because I was never not myself around him or like talking to him. Oh, and we used to Snapchat. That's the other thing we used to do. Oh, okay. So, which is like, that's how long we've been talking. Snap, I was Snapchatting people. Were you, were you so, guys Snapchat top friends when Snapchat used to have that top friends thing where it was like. Oh my God. When it would ruin people's relationships. Yeah. yeah I'm sure we were. I'm sure it probably ruined some of mine um, along with other many reasons. But anyways, so he was like, I'm going to San Diego. Um, this was like back. Okay. So this was actually back in like November. He's like, I'm coming to San Diego right before, right before quarantine started in February. He's like, I want you to come see me. And I was like, sure. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. San Diego is like two hours south, whatever. However, then my friend invited me to go to France with her. And I was like, if I learned anything from the Hills, it's you always choose Paris over a dude. You never, ever, ever choose a dude over Paris. Lauren Conrad made that grave decision. And it I mean, now she's very happy, but I'm sure at the point in time, she was upset with her decision-making and I learned from that. So he was like, I want to come see you. And I was like, I'm going to Paris the next day, so I'm not coming to San Diego anymore. And I felt bad, but my friends were like, you need to stand your ground because if he actually wants to see you, he'll come see you. And lo and behold, he did. Like, he was like, I don't even have a car. And I was like, well, my car is not going to make it. I'm leaving the next day for Paris. I'm not going to risk. Mercury was in retrograde, which is like, it fucks everything up with travel. I was like, I'm not going to take my 04 Accord down there. Like, I need an oil change before I even do that. Have I still gotten it? No, but whatever. And I was like, I just can't do it. (laughs) So he ended up coming to see me. It was great. We hooked up. It was great. We went to go get food at this bar down the street and it was casual. And like, he would do little things. But at the time I was like, this isn't going to be anything. So I don't really care. Like this is a body and I'm just kind of like seeing where this goes. Worst comes to worst. We hooked 
fuck up and we're friends and it is what it is. There we go. Drink. It is what it is. So right. There we go. Drink. I go to Paris and this dude will not stop texting me. And I'm like, I need you to stop texting me because this is getting absurd. But he was like, I want to come see you. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I have to do training for something and like go down south or whatever. Um, for like work training, but I want to, and I'm going to be gone for months. So I want to see you before then. And I was like, if you want to come, you can come. Also a PSA to dudes. I'm sure this is for girls too. If a person does not say, yes, I want you to come, please come see me. And they're, and you're saying, I want to come see you. And they're like, sure. They probably don't really want to see you that badly. So like, don't waste your time and don't waste your money. Wait a second. He didn't fly to Paris, did he? No, he, no. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus. I am no Alex Cooper. I'm sure Alex Cooper, our fucking founding father, call her daddy, could get a dude to fly to Paris for her on vacation. But no, I could not. I could just get him cross country. That's like the maximum mileage on me, on the bounty of me. So he was like, I want to come see you. And I was like, sure, if you want to come, fine. I'm not changing my work schedule because I will always choose money over a dude and work and I'm my livelihood, whatever. So he ends up coming to see me or he's like, I'm going to come see you. So I'm like, great. He's here for like three, probably like less than three days. And (laughs) he flies in. I tell him where my spare key is. And like immediately in my body, when I'm leaving my job to go see him, I was like, something is awry. Like, I don't feel good about this emotionally. I feel like I made an oopsie mistake and I really wish this wasn't happening. And this person doesn't know anybody in this area and I'm stressed. So I'm texting SJ and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm coming home from work. I'm in the Vons parking lot drinking a canned wine. I'm literally like chugging a $4 canned fucking rosé in the Vons parking lot, getting ready to go see this dude. Because I was like, I feel so uncomfy about this. I don't want to do it. whatever. So I go see him and immediately when the second, even I see him, I'm like, this was a mistake. I don't know why I did this. I should have trusted my gut. I shouldn't have listened to my friends. I should have known because the first time it was great. So like it would have been fine. So that whole weekend, I literally like hid from him. I'm going to go through and like, I'll give you the recap. Yeah. I gave SJ like a dirty, like recap, not dirty, but like a rundown recap of it. Um, just in texts before I could even like FaceTime her because I was like, I need you to understand. So I texted this when I was coming back from in and out He was saying like the most, he was, so he was just saying terrible things about certain people, like just homophobic shit. And I was just like, you are not for me, my guy. He threw a temper, t- cause I wouldn't sleep with him. I wouldn't hook up with him. And he threw a legit temper tantrum and was like, I can't believe I flew all this way. And I literally looked at him and I was like, guy you wanted to come see me. Did you think I was just going to automatically sleep with you because you got on a plane? Like, I don't understand why you would, like, you need to manage your fucking expectations. I'm in one right now. So she goes, this is me. Go in. I'm like, in. go in. I'm ranting. I've had half a bottle of red. I'm ready to go. My neighbor's calling the fucking news on me, being like my crazy neighbor. Um, So I go, I'm in the car now. I just dropped him in and out. Like, what a fucking learning experience. I go, nice guy, thoughtful, the most negative person I've ever met. Thinks everyone who's not on his level is a garbage person. Hates brunch. Pretty sure he has no friends. Um, hangs out with his one, our one mutual friend while he's at work. On paper, a great human. But like, he just made a comment about liking CrossFit because it's one less fat person. His taxes have to pay for his, their diabetes medication. What planet am I on? We could not be any more fundamentally different. <laughs> and then SJ just... <laughs> First of all, 
the <laughs> comments I just made about the diabetic. So we're oh. in we're in the parking lot of In and Out. So he wanted to go get lunch with me on like his or breakfast with me on his last day, and I was like, no. I was like, I'm sleeping in, and I'll take you to In and Out on the way to the airport. So we took him, and he literally we passed like a CrossFit thing, and I was like, do you do CrossFit? And he was like, no, I don't really like support CrossFit, but I do because like, it's just motivating people to work out. And that's one more fat, one less fat person. I have to worry about paying taxes on their fucking diabetes medication. And I was like, there are so many problem, problematic things that you just said. Like I can't even like in one fucking sentence in one sentence. I can't even begin. If I honestly, I'm surprised I didn't just open the car door. If I wasn't driving, I would have opened the car door and fucking barrel rolled out of there like Star Fox. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. So then I was Star like, Fox, I'm- a Star Fox oh reference. Yes. A my guys. So then Boxy she- Boxy McLeod. <laughs> oh my God. What a dream. SJ's only response to this entire thing is just, I am lolling. So then I go, he hates brunch. I'll never talk to him again. Again, she goes, I'm lolling. I go, I had to turn off. I have text previews on because at work I can't, I need to know who's texting me and what they're saying, but I can't open my phone. So I just leave it on previews. I go, I had to turn my off my text previews because of all the shit I've been texting to everybody about him all weekend. And then I was like feeling guilty. And I was like, I hate this version of myself. I was so mean and not nice, but I don't have the fucking time for this shit. I wasn't mean. I was just icy. icy. And then she, and then I just go, SJ, didn't I tell you he didn't know what Postmates was? So we're talking, this guy lives in New York, in New York City. Okay. I'm like, why don't we just Postmates something? And he's like, what's that? And I was like, what do you mean? What's, what's that? <laughs> yeah, Postmates. what? Have you ever listened to one podcast in your entire fucking existence? They advertise on literally every single fucking podcast, except yes. ours. <laughs> Someday. Every single podcast I've ever listened to does an ad read for Postmates. So Postmates um, sponsor us. So yeah. um, I was like, <laughs> I go, have you ever been on the, have you ever even been on the internet once? How do you know what Postmates is? Oh, and then I got home from work one night and I was like, do you, what do you want to do for dinner? And he was like, you decide I'll get wine. So I was like, cool. So I ordered $50 worth of Postmates. He bought a $10 fucking bottle of shitty red wine from the CVS next door to my apartment. Didn't offer to pay for it. Didn't offer to do anything. Like, I was just like, what? I understand that you came here to see me, but like, this is not even close to being even. Also, you're just a horrible human being. Um, oh, and then, oh, it's not done. I'm still just texting her. I yeah, got yeah, yeah. about money the whole time. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Um, and what I say, I was like, he was so mad. He barely said bye. So then I texted him and I said, so, cause I felt bad after he left and we do have a mutual friend. And like, I just, whatever, now I don't care because I'm on this podcast. And like, frankly, in the climate of everything going on, like, I'm not going to fucking stand for a psychotic dude. Me apologizing for a dude being a shitty person. I was like, I'm sorry. That was so awkward. You're a really good human. I just realized how fundamentally different we are. And, um, this wasn't going to work out. I feel bad thank you for coming and giving it a shot. Go drink some beers and good luck moving. Cause then he had to move back to New York. And he was like, Oh, he said something. He was like, I, she cut, I don't have the screenshot, but, um, he basically like was like, I can't believe you would have me come out here. Like, I wish you would have told me that like when you were in France and like, you weren't feeling it. And I was like, if you knew I wasn't feeling it in France, what the fuck, like, what were you trying to do? Hypnotize me with your dick? Like, I don't understand what you thought was going to happen. <laughs> and then, um, dude, it was so bad. Um, Oh, he said to me, he goes, okay, so this is the last text, but 
when he was complaining to me about me not hooking up with him, he was like, I'm not going to get to have sex for seven weeks because of work. And I was like, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, that's not what? my problem. I'm not the one that's not going to be able to have sex for seven weeks. So yeah, he's terrible. And then I did what I always do, um, which is I just block them on everything. So I blocked his number. I blocked his Instagram. I unfriended him on Facebook. I blocked his sister's Instagram because at one point I saw him texting his sister about me and I was like, I'm blocking her fucking Instagram. So they're all blocked. I hope he's doing well. He lives with nine people. Oh, this is another thing. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm ranting, but it was, I need rant to Rant away. This is the home of the rant. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> home of the rant. The traumatic experience is real and I don't see a therapist and clearly I fucking should, but <laughs> <laughs> he told me that he lived alone and then he came to see me and he was like, no, I have, guess how many roommates he has in New York City? Oh, shit. I don't have five nine <laughs> the fuck do you have nine roommates he lives in a literal like i don't even know what it is but they have it's like a nine room like block and it's nine of them and he called his when he was referring to one of his roommates to me he called her a homophobic slur which like i'm not fucking here for i was like uh-uh and then she, i was like why would you say that about her that's fucked up and he was like well she told me to unload the dishwasher, even though I don't do, I do my own dishes. He goes, I do my own dishes like an adult. I do them after I use them. I was like, that's not an adult. That's a socio-psychopath. No one does their dishes after they do them. That's no. Some, that is some American psycho shit. And he was like, yeah. So she told me that I wasn't pulling my weight in the kitchen, unloading the dishwasher. And so I told her I don't want to conform to her socialist ways. That's what he said to me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> dude, can you... Justin, can you imagine me in this situation? I'm sitting in my room and I was like, I am going to start a fire in the corner of the room so my house burns down and he has to fly back to um, New York because I can't even fucking deal with it. Yeah, you were, you were, you were the, the dog in the room on fire drinking the coffee saying, this is fine, while he was there the whole weekend saying all this ridiculous shit to you. Oh my God, that was awful. And then I'd get off work and just stay until I'd get off late and I'd just get shit-faced with my coworkers because I was like, I can't even fucking be around you and you're discriminative human. I just couldn't do it. So that scarred me for a long time. And like, that was the last or one of the last guys experiences I had before quarantine. So I was just like bitter. So now I'm just trying to get back into it and it's fine. But yeah, I have not heard or spoken to him since, heard from him or spoken to him since. Um, who knows? Probably for the best. Hopefully he's doing well. Hopefully he's Okay. Um, he has like a pretty crazy job where I'm sure he could find this podcast and like probably assassinate me. But so if I go missing y'all, Ashley knows who did it. I'll tell Justin the name after this. Happened. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but <laughs> I, that's it. That I, was- I, uh, right. So right, right before I, I met my, I met my wife, I'll throw, I'll throw another one out there for you. Yes, that's where yes. on this. This is a, this is a short one. So I was, you know, see, seeing, it wasn't like dating or anything like that. We're just mm-hmm. kind of like hanging out or whatever. Yeah. And we, we were watching, um, we were watching, uh, this girl that I, uh, that I worked with nuts. Like <laughs> she's like literally the most, I, I, I don't know if there was like something wrong with her or what, but like mm-hmm. she just said like the worst things all the time similar to what you're saying this is what jarred this memory from me so mm-hmm. we're like we're watching the uh the the movie american sniper 
okay. at, at my apartment one night. And she, she just turns and looks at me and she goes, I could be cheating on you with five other guys right now and you would have no way of knowing. And I just looked at her. I was like, why the fuck would you say that to me? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, first of all, like, we're not like officially dating. So like, I, I don't know what you're talking about here. You're like, what? You're like, like, I am talking to five other girls and I'm not yeah, cheating on you. because like, like, Yeah. Like we kind of just are, you know, we've been hanging out for like three weeks. Like that yeah. is like insane cheat, cheat away if that's what you want to do like you know i'll be fine it's not like i'm you know invested in this in this relationship here like i'm too i'm in too deep trying to trying to trying to save an unhappy marriage or anything like that it's been mm-hmm. like you know it's been less than a less than a a, a, a menstrual cycle you know like, <laughs> that we've been seeing each other you know what i mean like what what are you doing saying that to me that is so funny. You're like, I'm not your guy. I don't know why. I haven't even seen you. Yeah, what are you talking about? I was That's like so sitting there. Funny. It was like it was like so out of the blue. And like uh, another thing, another, this is when I knew I probably should have turned and ran was like, and I figured it out probably, you know, a couple of weeks later. Um, when she told me the first couple of days that we were like, you know, hanging out. I don't drink. I've never drank. And she's like 25. And I was like, Why? Do, you, do you smoke weed? She goes, no, I don't do anything. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And like, How did you meet her? This is your friend's from work's friend? No, I worked with her. Another mistake. Don't shit where you eat. That is, <clears throat> n- yeah, I've never, no, no, no. Working and, and then you have to see them all the time? Fuck yeah. no. And then- and then she like, and then this is, this is kind of how it ended. She like said to me, like we were, we were in the car and she, she said to me, she goes, you know, I, like literally just said to me, I really don't think I'm that interested in you anymore. I was like, oh, okay. What the, okay. <laughs> what the fuck does Can that just- mean? She, she was like, I was really, you know, excited by the thrill of the chase. But now that like, you know, we're just kind of like this here. Is in the car? Yeah, this is in the car. And I was like, okay, like just, you know bring me back to the office like we were like coming back from like getting lunch i was like just bring me back to my office and then didn't talk to her for like (laughs) uh, like a week and a half right ignored her like i was still coaching at the time she showed up to the game to one of our games over like um over thanksgiving break it was like the saturday after thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. she shows up to the game in an already, you know, usually sparsely filled gymnasium and sits, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the first seat on the bench. She sits directly across from me in my eye line <laughs> while I'm trying to coach this fucking game. And mid game, like, mind you, this is like in the middle of like a close game. We're not getting blown out. We're not blowing. I am losing my mind. No one can see my face. I'm losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> So I leaned over to my, my buddy, Joe, that I was, co- that I was like working with at the time. Um, he, he and I just started talking mid game. What the fuck is she doing directly across from the bench? What's going on here? Like, yada, yada. We're having was this like a after fourth- she told you that she oh, wasn't. Yeah. And I just didn't talk to her and didn't look at her like nothing. I, I just like walked into the building. She'd be like working. I'd be like, 
right by to my office or whatever. So after that, like we're in the middle of this game, which we ended up losing at the buzzer. And oh. I'm like sitting there, you know, nothing to, to do with the story, but just to let, just to kind of paint you a picture of it, There was mm-hmm. actually something serious with my career going on at the time. And yes. me and our other assistant are having this conversation for like four or five minutes during the game. Boss, no idea. Cause he's walking around pacing up and down. She like, we leave, she leaves or whatever. You know, we, we do our whole post game rigmarole thing. I don't talk to her for another few days. Don't, don't like say hello to her or anything like that. Acknowledge any of any of anything. I come in one morning and uh, Joe goes, Hey, there's a, a letter on your, on your desk. You're you. fucking kidding me. Oh my God. Stop. And there was a three page handwritten letter poorly punctuated bad sentence structure <laughs> like written to me uh basically apologizing begging for me back and all this other shit and i was like okay uh, i was like i'm not fucking dealing with this Are i was gonna say me? before oh you God. even said that i was gonna say the reason that she's doing these things is because she's an immature human and she was trying to test to see how much you liked her which never works first of all that never works nope. so that's why she was like I'm like not interested. Like I'm just like not feeling this. And then was like waiting to see if you'd say anything. And obviously you didn't give a fuck. So you were just like, whatever. And then her trying to like get your attention by just like sitting directly in your eyeline during work, which like also like not a good way to get a dude's attention because he's at fucking work. Like that's like not a way you do things. Yeah. And so she was probably, and then she realized that like her shitty tactics obviously didn't work. So then she just was like, I'm going to instead go with the complete opposite side of the spectrum and handwrite a letter to him. Yeah. I, wow. God yeah, bless. She, what did it say? Oh, it was like, oh, I really miss, you know, I miss you. I miss us, yada, 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 all this other stuff. I was like, what the fuck But is she this? never talked to you in person. She just wrote you a letter. I have anxiety she, in my body. Yeah, she, she wrote me that letter, and I didn't talk to her for another week after that. I didn't say anything. I didn't reference the letter, anything like that. And... One night, it was like a Sunday night. I was working uh, super. I used to, one of my duties when I was coaching was um, I had to like supervise the weight room on, you know, a couple days a week and Sunday night. So I was leaving on Sunday night. It's 10 o'clock. It's fucking Sunday night. I want to go home and go to bed. And yeah, she like, she also happened to be working the front desk that, that particular Sunday night. (gasps) And she like follows me out of the parking lot and like confronts me about it. Like, Oh, you're not going to say anything to me about, about this letter. I poured my heart out. I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to say anything to you about this letter. Like I was like, you made it pretty cl- You made it like pretty well known that you were not interested. And you know what? I'd had enough. You'd like tried blocking me on a, you know, a phone number like previous to this, like several times and like hoping that I would like grovel and wallow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just not into it. Like, you told me the thrill of the catch was over, the thrill of chase was over. Like, it is for me too. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it never was there. And so when you ended it, I was like, whatever about it. Also, blocking guys for attention is not why you block them. No, I you block them because you don't want to. You don't want them to see your shit on Instagram. Correct. That's why, <laughs> ladies. That's why you block them because you don't want to see their shit. Or because you really just don't want to talk to them anymore and they don't deserve your time. And it is that 
is what it is. Drink again. Yeah. Um, that sounds horrific. Again, hope she's doing well. She's probably not because that sounds like she needs some psychotherapy, whatever. Yeah, she um, needs something. Hope she's doing well, though. I mean, yeah, that sounds... I don't think I've ever written a dude a letter, like apologizing. I don't know. Maybe I have. I don't think I have. I think that's, yeah. I made feel like I've made one mistake of like trying to get a guy to pay, like when I was super young, like not paying attention to a dude and expecting him to like grovel over me. And like, if they're not into you, they're not going to do that. So like, right. there's no point, but that's pretty fucking crazy. Pretty fucked, oh, right? Oh my God. That's like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe she wrote you a letter that gives me anxiety. Yeah. And diabolical. That's a, the move she pulled standing or sitting across from you in the gym is diabolical. That is yeah. someone that does not wallow in the face of fear. She has no shame, which I frankly kind of respect her for, but wow. I mean, yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I mean, I can't knock the hustle. I get it. Can't you know, but just uh, poor execution, especially like <laughs> dudes are like naturally, naturally the oblivious of the two, yes. you know, of, you know, male, female, whatever dudes are the, the naturally the oblivious ones. So it was yes. pretty, it was pretty easy to, to play off the fact that like, I just wasn't paying attention to her. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Uh, that, uh, oh yeah. Oh wait. Oh, you were at the game, huh? Oh, okay. You know, like oh, you were sitting directly in my eyeline, you psycho. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice it. Oh, yeah, but like, you know, if if you know me well enough, I notice like literally every single thing that's going on around me to the point that it yeah. exhausts my brain. So like, it's like, oh yeah, I know what the fuck's going on right now, but I'm gonna pretend that I don't. Pretend like I don't. Yep. <laughs> hey. What wow. a disaster, right? Dude, people are crazy. Guys and girls will do um, some crazy shit to get attention. And also the feeling of rejection is terrible, but you just got to like swallow your pride. There's also a difference between, because I know this is my second Alex Cooper reference, because I think she's super funny and smart and oh yeah she's well, dynamite so talented and amazing and like anybody that hates on her is just a fucking hater because she that girl knows what she's doing um she always says like men love the crazy and i totally agree with that one thousand percent but it's a certain type of crazy it's not the crazy that like shows up to your basketball game and sits there and then writes you a letter yeah it's like crazy that like makes them like on the I don't know, like edge of their seat kind of thing or like passionate and stuff like that. It's not like you're going to murder my whole family and then watch me coach a basketball game. Oh yeah. No, 100%. Like it, it was, it was something else. Like That's, that, yeah. that was, that was some of the worst. That was probably like one of the worst months and a half of uh, my life. <laughs> I was exhausted at the end. You were like, like, why is this girl like this? I was thankful it was over. Holy shit. That's so funny. Are your coworkers going to listen to this and know who that is? Probably. Uh, no, probably not, actually. I wasn't very, uh, I wasn't very close with a, a lot of the people that I worked with there. It was a very animosity-filled athletic department. So the only oh. one that I, that I, the only ones I got along with were like my boss in the, uh, in the rec center and like a couple of the old, the old timer retiree dudes who were just there like hanging out and wanted to talk about basketball and like, you know, the that. Red Sox and shit like that. 
like, you know, and, and the dude that I worked with. Other than that, you can really take it or leave it, you know? That's <laughs> a lot of, yeah. You got to have your core group and then. It, it was, it was a fine experience working there, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad it happened. I learned a lot from it, but I'm glad I'm not there anymore. So, yeah. And uh, I don't that. think anybody will listen to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> I left the names oh, out, but um, I think if yeah. uh, I think if 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 uh, Juice, my buddy uh, that I that I coach with, listen to, he'd know exactly who I was talking about. But I don't oh, think anybody God. else would. Uh, well, my, my my wife knows this story too, so it's it's okay for me to tell. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Your wife is the. I mean, I need to be friends with her. I yeah, she seems lovely. Yeah, I, I read her. I read her the text you sent me, uh, uh, like describing her personality <laughs> last week, and she she looks at me. She goes, "Fucking right." <laughs> <laughs> I totally do. I'm like, I need to meet her because she just seems like such a. I need to be friends with her. I feel like if I went out with her, we would have such a fun time just judging people, but like in a nice way, not in yeah. a nice way, but like we're good people that just judge shitty people. Yes. Yes, that's uh, that's about right. Yeah, no, you guys would get along famously. Let me tell you. Yes. Oh, I love it. I <laughs> oh, love it. Oh man. Oh man. Any any others? You got any others? Or are you? Uh... Oh, like crazy dude stories. I mean, I've. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to open um, up the treasure chest here, but I figure <laughs> you know, if if I if I told the second one, I want to I want to put us on an even playing field here. If you've got uh, one more, you know. I'm just trying to think. Um, about guys being nuts with me that was like the most preposterous situation i've been a part of that one um guys are oh i have just guys being dicks so i don't know what it is about okay so i don't know what it is about me probably because i'm a confident person that like genuinely i want i want to get along with everybody but if like me and someone else especially a dude aren't seeing eye to eye like i'm not going to kiss her ass so that i like i don't need i don't seek the approval of others especially men to the point where it's like debilitating like i i'm fine with it on the other hand though when i don't give guys attention that are like trying to talk to me they turn fucking crazy um, two guys this year since before quarantine have both used the line, uh, something along the lines of me freezing my eggs because I'm so old. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And like, I can take it. I am a confident person. I know that I, first of all, I don't know why you're talking about me and my eggs. Mind you, okay. you are still south of the 30 year border right there. Correct. Correct. Also, stop trying to micromanage my uterus. Like, I don't know who the fuck gave you the right to do that, but it certainly wasn't me or my gynecologist. So I need you to fucking relax. Um, the first time was this dude. I'm so riled up. Justin's laughing. You guys can't see. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I'm just like fucking relax. This one guy who we have mutual friends, and I hope you are listening to this because you know who you are. Um, they. Well, I'm not friends with him on Instagram, so no one will, I'll get, that's the clue. But he saw me at the bar and I was like not really giving him that much attention. And then he was like getting kind of annoyed and I must've run my mouth because that's what I do. And I joke around with dudes because, or anybody, because I feel like people around me like can normally take it, especially if you're friends with my friends. This guy went off. He was like, 
who the fuck do you think you are? You're, what are you fucking 30? And he was like, aren't you? He's like, you're so fucking old. Your eggs are going to dry up. No guy's going to want to fuck you. You're past your prime. This is at the bar. I'm sitting there like sipping my white claw. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I'm about to crack you in the fucking jaw. He yeah. was like, he's like, you, he's like, you think you're so, you think you're better than everybody else. I was like, you obviously don't know me very well because I don't think I'm better than anybody because I'm certainly not better than anybody. I mean, there's way hotter girls here. I live in Los Angeles. I'm maybe a soft LA seven, a hard Boston eight. I'm definitely not on the scale of people. There was like USC grads there. Like I am not the motherfucking one. And he was like, you think you're so much better than me? Like, yeah, I was just like, dude. And he's like, your, your, your insides are going to be dust. Like no dude's going to want to fuck you. You're going to die alone. Literally saying this to my face. And I'm just sitting there like sipping my lolly claw. And I was like, all right, dude, if I told you I would go hook up with you in the bathroom, you would. So like, I'm not really worried about this. So that happened. I still won't talk to him. And then, and he like, he's friends with some of my friends and he's also like 25 and he like hates that I don't like him. And I'm like, this is why you are your age and I'm my age. Cause I'm almost 30 and I don't need the approval of others. Another thing is this guy in Boston that I hooked up with, like we like made out back in like 2014 has been like trying to go on dates with me. And like lately I've been like entertaining him. Cause I'm like, okay, like, again, like you've been persistent and consistent. Those are our two words of the night. And like, yep. I'm down with that. Like you're a good dude. We have mutual friends. You're a nice guy. And then the other night we're texting. He was like, Hey, if you want to have your birthday, like a small birthday, um, at my apartment, like on my roof deck, like we totally could. And I was like, that's so nice of you. And then he just goes, Ugh, you're going to be 30. You freeze your eggs yet. I think I sent you that screenshot. Yeah. And I just sent him back the gif of that blinking guy. And I was just like, are you like trying to be funny? Like, I don't understand. Like I just, I just had guys be like, I mean, that's twice in less in like six months. I'm like, why are you guys so aggressively talking about my freezing my eggs? Are you trying to have my fucking kids? I don't understand. Like, do you need me to freeze my eggs for you? Like, yeah. I don't know. Are you trying to make me feel bad? Cause I don't, I'm well aware of how old I am. Um, but yeah, guys. So that's like another just mean dudes are dudes can be, they can try and be ruthless, but I feel like I just don't care. I'm <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. I had a guy tell me, I just, oh, this is my last, I just, I'm, I watched a um, fucking clip of, uh, oh my God, I'm AOC on, um, did you see that when she was like, some yeah. guy in, called the, her a fucking bitch? Yeah, the, the uh, congressman from Florida, Yoho, Ted Yoho. Yeah. First His all, non-apology on the, on the floor too. Dick, dude. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? Fucking, yeah. all right, dude. But yeah, so he, um, so it was, I, I read it and it was like, ladies, like what's the, what's something hilarious that you've done for a guy to call you a fucking bitch? And I was like, oh my God, I could, I have an encyclopedia of reasons. But one time I wouldn't, I like made out with this. This was recently, this was like in the past year. I like made out with some dude and I, and he was like, I was like, I'm not into this. And so I ended up leaving his house and that's fine. And I was like, fine with it. But I went out to the bar like a couple weeks later and he was there. And I was like, I'm also not, I'm a confrontational person, but not when it comes to like dudes. Cause I just, I don't like, I don't know. I just like, don't like confrontation at bars. Also, I'm trying to have a good time with my friends and he wouldn't leave me alone. And I was like, I just can't like, he was like, why won't you talk to me? Why won't you talk to me? Like, I just don't understand what I did. And I was like, dude, I'm just not into you. And I'm trying to have a good time with my girls. Like, can you just leave me the fuck alone? So then his friend comes up to me. And he's like, why do you have to be such a fucking bitch? Why can't you just talk to my friend? And I was like, uh, first of all, you look like that nerd from 16 Candles. You know who I'm talking about? That one that's in fucking, um, 
Do you know the one I'm talking about? The ones yeah. that into the nerds. I'm like, if I like put you into a simulator and was like, like put that kid in, you would come yeah. out as the LA version of him. So like, first of all, fuck off. Second of all, he's like, I don't understand why you have to be such a fucking bitch. Like blah, blah, blah. He's just trying to talk to you. And I was like, I don't need you to monopolize my time at the bar. I'm not paying. You're not, I'm not paying. Like, why are you like paying attention to me? So then I, again, wasn't giving him the attention that he wanted. And he starts screaming in my face, calling me a fucking bitch. And I was like, if you don't relax, I'm going to kick you out of this bar. Cause I knew, I know everybody, it's one of my locals. And I was like, I'm going to kick you out. He goes, this is my favorite line ever that all these in, entitled privileged dudes say. Um, my dad, I'm not even joking. I'm not, I'm not lying. He says this. Do you know who my dad is? Cause I'll sue you. Oh. And I go, Do you know who my dad is? Because he'll kill you before you're even able to sue me. And he was like, you're such a fucking bitch. And he like got in my face and then my friend jumped over my shoulder and smashed a fucking Amstel light off his face and they got kicked out. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know why guys think it's okay to be so aggressive. This took a turn, but yeah, it was, it's hilarious now to look back on, but I was like, yo, if you're someone and you feel so threatened that you have to tell someone that you're going to sue them, if your dad's going to sue them, you need to do a reality check on your existence. I, I wish I had a, the balls or B came from the means to be able to say, do you know who my dad is? Right. Yeah. I was like, like my- no, I don't know who your fucking dad is. Is it Gilbert? Because you look like him. I don't know. Like you look like some fucking, lunatic loon looney tune luna lunatic I my dad my dad's name was gilbert <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah oh my Mundo god P. yeah dad like, and grandfather car- do you know the cartoon i'm talking about oh dilbert i think oh. you said gilbert no my dad's name I was did not say gilbert, gilbert. But I- no i thought it was oh no the cartoon is dilbert you're right yeah. i thought it was called gilbert no i'm talking about the cartoon also amazing your dad's name is gilbert i'm dead yeah, not a not a great not a great name. Not no offense to, name. to to him. I asked him. I asked him because he was a junior, and um, my my okay. uh, my grandfather was. My dad's a junior too. Yeah, yeah. Do you, is is one of your brothers a third? Yeah, and his name's Ralph. Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Ralph. Strong Stout. name. Strong name. So I, I asked my dad once, I said, dad, why didn't you name me Gilbert the third? He goes, are you, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, I, I hate my name so what much. A legend. I was like, what a legend. damn, dude. Yeah, but Gil's a strong name. Oh my God. I can't believe you thought that I was like making fun of your dad for a second. No, we're no, no. I just thought it was funny. Cause it was like, so like you could have picked any name in like the spectrum of names. And you went with the one that was like legit my dad's name. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, holy shit. What a, what a fucking snipe. What a reference. What a reference. My God. Your dad was definitely a ledgy ledge and this dude is not. So he doesn't get to live up to that. (laughs) But yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I feel like that took kind of a neggy turn, but it was honestly really funny that. um, I I don't think it was neggy. I thought it was great. Did you? I just think it's funny when guys get so flustered and they just yell at girls and I'm like, are you okay? Uh, like I don't, I, I don't have I don't have the balls I, I don't have the balls to do it you know don't have to, sh- never never like if somebody had, had just like said oh yeah I'm not interested in it. all right well okay 
Because you're a nice human, yeah. Like, nice to meet you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down here and kind of be sad (laughs) for a few minutes and drink my beer. Yeah, I could drink my Coors Light and chill. Speaking of which, I can't, I can't fucking drink beer anymore. Oh my god. So, are we celiac? Do we think? Are we have an intolerance? What's happening? What are the Uh, symptoms? Tell me. I've looked everything up on WebMD. I'm a hypochondriac. Tell me everything. So, so, um, I. For, for those unfamiliar that are listening to this for the first time, I think that sometime over the last few months, I have developed a gluten intolerance. <laughs> so I didn't really think anything of it. I've been doing a lot of work out in the yard. So I was getting these like blistery rashes on like my elbows, knees, um, mm-hmm. under my eyes, like on my forehead. Uh, like the first time I-, I had like a blister on my ear and I thought I got like a sunburn and it was like a, like a, you know, like sun poisoning, like blister or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I got like the worst case of poison ivy ever. Cause I was all itchy and uncomfortable. Like, mm. and it, w- it went on for a couple of weeks. I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. I thought I had poison ivy. I thought I had like psoriasis, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then one night I-, I-, I got it, you know, I, I was like, Kara, I think I have like this rash that I've been getting. I have it on my ass. <laughs> and she like looked at it and I was like, I don't know how the hell I got poison ivy on my ass. Oh my God. And she looked at it. She's like, that's definitely not poison ivy. So she looked it up. It was like some sort of like gluten related dermatitis oh, or something like God. that. Oh my God. So, uh, you know, I haven't gone to the doctor or anything. So this is all unofficial. However, I have cut all like gluten bread, all the best kinds of foods and and drinks out of my diet. Rash is cleared up. I'm not itchy anymore. So I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You You are a thousand percent gluten intolerant, my friend. Yeah, 100, like 100,000 million trillion Did you just have the rashes or did you have tummy aches? Oh yeah, I had tummy aches too. But I, I like I equated that to I also have like GERD. I have the, the Oh yeah. My so, brother has GERD. Yeah, it's not great. It's No, it's terrible. He can't eat gluten and he doesn't eat gluten because of it. Yeah, I, I have uh, he and I must have, you know, one of the a couple of the worst um digestive systems in mm-hmm. uh in in New England, you know? <laughs> um yeah. because uh, like I was just you know, I'm cut down in my prime. I'm 30 years old. Uh, I, I can't eat pizza. I can't eat no. sandwiches. I can't go out and get like a red sauce. Yeah, you can't eat red sauce. I can't. I can't go out and get like, you know, <sighs> like a, like a steak and cheese sub. Yes. You know, like pizza. And I I called my I called my mother and told her that she was like. I was like lamenting about the pizza thing that I'm doing right now, which by the way, for dinner tonight had uh, pizza with uh, gluten-free crust. It was actually pretty good. Oh, but yeah. I, I said to, I said to my mom, I was like, ma, I'm, I'm like gluten intolerant. I'm 30 years old. I've just been like, I've gotten like knees taken out from underneath me here. Like I'm never going to be able to eat pizza again. And she's like, well, you know that they do make like cauliflower pizza now. Right. Like, and I was like, Oh, great. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to hear right now. <laughs> like, you know, I'm lamenting about never having to get like, a, you know, never getting to have like a nice big greasy slice when I'm like drunk, you know. What and, an alternative. Yeah, what an alternative. I get to have cauliflower pizza. Hey, excuse me. Do you have cauliflower pizza? Uh, it what? Is devast- Please leave my store. 
<laughs> Please exit, sir. Please exit yeah, my store. Oh. oh my God, I don't envy you. I thought that I had celiac last week and then I was like, I don't think I have this, I don't know. But I mean, I live in LA, everybody has gluten intolerance here. Yeah. Um, so we have way more options. But yeah, in mass, it's probably not that easy. That sucks. And you're right in the prime, like pizza, beer. Yeah. And you're an adult, so you can spend money on whatever food you want. Exactly. Like, that's the best part about being an adult is you can get whatever you want. Like, I can't have like an ice cream cone. I can eat it in a fucking cup. You can't do it with a spoon. The best part is the cone when it gets a little bit mushy at the end. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. With, I used with to the, crush the McDonald's soft serves. Oh, so good. Oh my god, so I'm good. Sorry. And I'm just happy. like thinking, I'm like, you know, I make it to 75, 80, 85, 90, fucking 90. That's like 60 years without, you know, pizza, gluten. gluten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I what guess the you hell? Could. It's not like life or death. You just, it's going to suck. Yeah. 100. Like, I mean, you worth the squeeze. Hundo P. And there's going to be a time where I like, I don't know if relapse is the right word and go back to, you know, have some gluten or whatever. But like, I, like, I don't know what to do. Like I bought like a bunch of like nice beer, like that weekend that I found <laughs> out that I was like possibly gluten uh, intolerant. I was like, and I had like two of them. And I was like, Kara, there are, yeah, I was like, there are 22, like, porch rockers and lining kugels in the, in the fridge that I just can't drink. They're just going to be sitting here. I wish that there was, like, a pill, like, lactate that you could take for gluten. Did we just think of something for that? Should we go in Shark Tank? Should we invent a pill for gluten allergy? Yes. If you're listening to this, patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. pending. Don't steal our idea. (laughs) <laughs> don't steal it um we're gonna be yeah. thousand heirs and get insulted by uh kevin o'leary on shark tank oh my god i would do anything for him to look at me like i'm an idiot honestly <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal one of my other birthday wishes my other two are uh gucci Mane telling me a happy birthday and then john mayer just dming me literally anything i don't care what it is literally <laughs> don't care what it is. i just need him in my dms gucci Mane wishing me a happy birthday Kevin, what's his face from Shark Tank, just saying something mean about my existence. Yeah, just if you if you ever see him, he's probably in L.A. If you ever see him, just tell him that you go out for coffee occasionally, and he'll probably get like disgusted, like you told like, him he wanted dare. to like sleep with his dad or something like that. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I have seen Cuban a couple times because um, he used to come to my old restaurant. He's a fucking G. That man. Like he's a legend in the area. Is he the coolest billionaire out there? He seemed, he literally, first of all, he, when I was working at my old restaurant, he had a fucking Blackberry. Anybody that has a Blackberry still absolute power move. Have to respect it. I I mean, are you kidding? I think he He, still has it. I've heard him on interviews like within the last year or two talking about it. I think he still goes Blackberry. He's an unbelievable person. He was so nice. He just like sat by himself at this booth and like chilled like middle of the day. Such a nice dude. I was, he also would like, someone told me a story where he bought this bar by my um, house, an entire round of shots, like the whole fucking packed bar, just like bought everyone shots. He just seems like a really cool guy. Mark Cuban, if you're listening, 
Um, I love you and sponsor us. Yeah, Not please. We'll 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 shill whatever products you want, man. Like, <laughs> for for a very Stroke low daddy. price. <laughs> For a hilariously, almost insultingly low price. We'll shill yeah. whatever you got here, all right? <laughs> whatever you need us to for our 200 listeners, please. Yeah, we're multi- but we're international, so that's a bit, you know, we'll talk about We're international and we're growing. And um, I'm wondering, yeah, I just, I'm trying to put my finger on, I do know people from, did you say Sweden or Switzerland? Switzerland. Do you know people no, from I don't Sweden? Know. I do know, I know a guy from Sweden. Um, I know people from Canada, obviously Australia, because I went and studied abroad there. No one from Ireland, which I don't know. Who, it must be one of, I don't know. Do you know? Maybe, maybe I, uh, maybe I have some, some loyal followers in Ireland. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't you know. Must, who, I've been there once. Maybe, maybe fun. Yeah. you know who it is? It's the guy that took the giant shit. He <laughs> fucking heard <laughs> our podcast and he was waiting for you to tell the story That's oh my god yeah he's just like oh these people are on to me they know it was me but we don't know who it is totally hunter p it's him it's fucking he just him. has his like google alerts set to like anything that mentions like giant shits on the sidewalk in dublin yep the dublin poop phantom that's what we call him that's his name speaking of which We'll, we'll keep the streak alive of talking about of talking about poop on this podcast here. Yes. Um, so, as as many of you may or may not know, I have a seven and a half month old son, and today he had an exceptional blowout. It was <laughs> like I, I was I was at end of the day I was doing my my work meeting right and uh, over mm-hmm. over the uh, over over Zoom or whatever. And my, my wife was doing the dishes and he was, you know, she put him in his, in his stroller, which was sitting in the, in the kitchen just while she did the dishes. Cause he can, he can like, you know, he's going to end up hurting himself if we don't like look at him every second of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. He's that age. Yeah. So he, you know, my wife's doing the dishes and she like looks over at him and he has got shit all over his hands and he's like, you know, he's at that age. He's like putting his hands in his mouth all the time. And he's got no! shit on his face and like all over him. He's like touching every part of his body. And she was like, where do I even start here? What do I do? I mean, you tie your hands behind your back. So you start touching your face so I can clean you. Yeah. I'll have to send you the video she took afterwards because it is... Oh something and he has no idea what the hell's going on because he's seven and a half months old like so he like you know he he got shit on his on his hands and he starts putting them in his mouth she grabs him strips him down immediately doesn't even fill up his bathtub just like hoses him off in the sink (laughs) like just hoses him off in the sink and he was like loving it he was like giggling "Ah!" you know and she's like spraying him with like the hose, like, oh my God, what is this? Yada, yada, yada. And like comes and gets me and was like, all right, you can either clean up the shit or hold the baby. And I was like, I'm going to hold the baby. Thanks. She was like, I guess the, uh, all the prunes and apple juice we gave him the last two days work because he was backed up and here oh. we are covered in shit in our fucking kitchen. Fucking Shawshank Redemption fucking absurd what a like what a disaster 
But like, See, it's, oh, that's so different. You and I live very different lives. It's like we don't, but we do because, yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine that. Someone oh. asked me, they were like, do you feel like, well, it, not one of the two guys that told me to freeze my eggs, but they were like, you don't feel any pressure to get engaged or anything. And I was like, no, I don't. But I don't, <laughs> it's like at all. But I'm like, I can't, because they're like, someone was like, I can't imagine you with a kid right now. And I'm like, I mean, I can't imagine. I've talked to my friends, like you have a kid. My best friend, Aaron has a kid. I'm like, I can't imagine the things that parents are literal. Like if you're a parent, you can do anything you can do and handle any situation. Like I, the shit that you guys have to deal with. And like, and you're basically like, you're running on no sleep. You're keeping another human alive. Like I can't even keep plants alive. And I just keep buying them anyways. Like I'm going to figure it out somehow. And I just never do. Like, I don't know how parents do it. It's, it's amazing to me. I commend you immensely for it. Oh, well, thank you. You know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll stand on my soapbox. Not all heroes wear capes. You know, I'm better than most people because I have a child. My child's a genius X, Y, and Z. He's gifted. Yada, yada, yada. Did I, did I check all the douchey dad boxes there? You checked them all. (laughs) check them all oh man yeah like i just i'm at like we're we're at the stage where he is you know a a menace like if you put him down he doesn't stop moving so you like you can't Mm -hmm. stop like watching him i was like man like we were only like a couple months ago we could just like put him down and he would just be like like going the other all right i gotta go take a leak and just like put him on the floor and then come back 30 <laughs> seconds later and he'd be in like the same spot, probably just like rolled over playing with like a block. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And and now he's like pulling himself up on like the fireplace and the couch. And it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a fucking debacle. You know what I mean? Where, where we're at. I mean, it's great. He's growing and learning in the whole nine yards, but you know, it's a lot to handle. It's a lot to handle Um, on a, on a less serious note, but a, a, a note that I know you and I both wanted to uh, to touch on, um, yeah, for very similar reasons. Mookie Betts. Uh, I'm gonna let you lead this one off because I've got a lot to say. I just so from my so he's on LA now. Is that contract official? Yeah, signed it yesterday. Okay, so I just keep seeing all these Dodger fans on that I'm friends with on my every account that I have, just like bragging about Mookie, how excited they're to have Mookie, like all this stuff. And I'm just like wallowing in self-pity about it. Cause I'm like, should have been us, should have been fucking us. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have way more to say about it. And I I'm, used to listen. I'm so fucking angry about the whole thing. <laughs> like, First of all, the guy won an MVP at 26 on a rookie contract. He was in his last arbitration year this year, paying a record $27 million. Still well below market rate. He's a fucking hell of a baseball player. You know what you don't do with guys like that that are 28? You don't fucking trade him. He's only 28? Yes, he's 28 years old. I mean, I thought he was like literally 35. Why did I think that? No, he's 28 years old. Yeah, he was are the born. Red Sox in, okay, are you? Yeah, are they no, the that, dumbest organization of all time. Like that's that's the thing. Like this is the first time in history I've heard the fuck the motherfucking Boston Red Sox, who essentially have a license to print money, 
are crying poor. Crying yeah, poor. Why? Why? Why are over, they not? Over the luxury tax. They didn't want to pay the luxury tax. So if they had Mookie on the roster, they'd have to pay the luxury tax, which is like in baseball, it's like, I don't know, an extra $30 million. That's like three That's home nothing. games worth of revenue. Like, I think they can afford it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to trade a guy like that to the fucking Dodgers, they, they wanted him all along, and they got a shit fucking package of players for him. And now he signs this, uh, good for him, getting the bag, you know, 12, 12 years after this one for $365 million for a grand total of 13 392 I would love to make $392 million over the next 13 years of my life doing anything. I'll shovel shit at the circus if you pay me that much money. $392 million he's going to make? Is that what you just said? $392 million. What and do you even do with him? What, what, what? And he's 28? He's 28 years old. His, like, grandkids' grandkids are going to have, like, you know, fucking – I don't know if the, what the word is, institutional wealth. Yes. Like they're, they're going to be able to go to college for like yeah. to get like doctorates off of just like the interest he's making off of this money. You know what I mean? Like it's an ungodly sum of money and good for him on getting it. But I oh, didn't realize yeah. I was rooting for such a, a, a broke ass fucking baseball franchise. And it's fucking bullshit. And it makes it me not want to like, it makes me not want to go like watch their, their games like this year. You know, I'm, a, I'm as big a sock. I'm a, one of the biggest Sox fans I know. Not to do right now. I'm wearing a Red Sox t-shirt right now. Like it makes me not want to go to the fucking games. It's fucking bullshit. Like you trade this guy with a year left because everybody in the media was talking about how you had to trade him. Just fucking pay him what he's worth. They yeah. they supposedly offered three hundred million. He countered with four twenty, and they landed directly in the middle of those two numbers. It's called negotiation. It is Correct. what it is. Like that's what you do when you want the money. You think you're owed. It's fair market value. He's the second best player in baseball. Who's the first best player? Mike Trout plays for the Angels. Who signed for a. 12-year, $426 million contract like 18 months ago. Is he single? He plays for Anaheim? Where are he at? He's- I, I, yeah, I think he's, I think he's married, unfortunately. But he is very strapping and a beautiful-looking specimen of a person. See, this is what we were talking about earlier. All these fucking baseball players are all wifed up from when they're, like, in high school. And yeah. It's, it's, how am I supposed – what are we supposed to do? How, I'm left how do you with, compete with that? I'm left with the hockey players. I mean – I'm not complaining, but I'm complaining. I'm annoyed about it. <laughs> yeah, they, hockey makes the least out of all the professional sports. I think. And yeah, they, they still make people, like I'm, you know. That's what, they still so make money. A good player still makes you know, thirteen, fourteen million a year. You know what I mean? But like baseball, like Mookie Betts is clearing thirty a year, playing for the Dodgers. Like fucking good for him, but like. You don't trade a guy like that. Yeah, Swallow it for a year. Then you got all this money coming off the books, and then you're fine. Like, now he's going to – he's on track to be a fucking Hall of Famer. What the fuck are we doing here? What the Jesus fuck are we doing Christ. here is right. And, I mean, like, 
I don't know, Mads. Like, they've been comparing them a lot to the fucking life. Tampa Bay Rays. So I started calling the Red Sox the Dorchester Bay Rays. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm angry. And I'm like, I'm like, um, I'm like one of those guys who just went through, like, a bitter divorce and his, like, his hot wife is, like, because he fucked up. You know, the guy fucked up. And, like, mm-hmm. his hot wife is dating somebody else. And now she, like, married him. That's what I feel like. I'm like, and I'm just, like, reading things and listening to podcasts about it and watching stuff because, like, I want to feel the pain, you know? You I, need need to, to, yep. I need it. Yeah. And, like, after this, I'm going to go listen to, like, fucking, you know, just uh, Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know, on loop in my fucking guest oh. bedroom here. Fucking, fucking been there. Oh, my God. I'm glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> I'm glad you did, too. Now I'm angry about it. I'm annoyed. Who even is – I don't. I haven't followed the Red Sox in the, probably since – I don't know. I don't really know as much as I used to right. about them. I mean, they're, they're – they're, they fucking won the World Series in October of 2018. Yeah, it yeah. hasn't even been two calendar years yet. <sighs> the fuck? You what a disaster. I will say Cody Bollinger's – on the Dodgers and he might be my next, um, maybe he'll DM me for my birthday. You, you want me to see if he's married? I don't think he is. Is he? I think he's single. If he's married, I'm going to jump out of my window. Let me look. Let's see. I can't Cody. Catch a fucking break here. Cody Bellinger. Let's see. He's hot uh, too. He's you, you, you're lo- you, you may have a chance cause he's 25. So he might not be married. Oh, right Wait. in the wheelhouse. Personal life. Oh, my Wikipedia restarted. God. <laughs> He's only 25. Yeah. I get no. You know what? I can't with the athletes. He is. I feel like he's single. It says, yeah, no, no mention of a wife or a long-term girlfriend or anything like that. Looks like he's, uh, looks like he's single. Love that for us. Love that for him and I's family. Yeah. You might, you might have to get, um, you know, whatever splurge on, uh, whenever we're allowed to go back to stadiums and stuff, you might have to splurge on bleacher seats out, out beyond center field and, just hit on him during the games oh i'll do that you know i will i've done <laughs> i've done the i've hit on dudes in the craziest ways <laughs> i have no shame when it comes to hitting on dudes oh, at all god. god god i would walk up to, i used to walk up to dudes and just be like give me your phone and they'd be like what and i'd be like give me your phone and i just put my number in their phone and walk away wow and i was oh my god i'm like a savage i used to be a savage i walk. oh yeah i don't know what happened to me i'm fucking old now that's but, that's awesome. That's a hell of a move. Mm. Oh my god! Or one like I one time I walked up to this dude, and I was like, "Hey," and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I, this is at Howl at the Moon in Boston. Do you remember that place? Oh yeah, I love Howl I walked, at the Moon. Oh, the I love a good piano bar. Oh my god! I said that to my friend the other day, and she's like, "What's a piano bar?" And I was like, "Have you even lived? Are you kidding? Do they have them everywhere?" Bars? Yeah, I was like, what do you mean? I feel like it might have been my Canadian friend. I don't know if that makes a difference, but she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, I went up to him and I was like, hey. And he was like, hey. And I was like, I hadn't talked to him all night. And I was like, see my friend over there? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, um, you're going to go talk to her and you're going to get my phone number for, from him from her, but I got to go. And then I just left and he got my phone number and we talked for like months. And then he ended up having to move um, surprisingly to Canada. Maybe he's listening now. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. But yeah, that was a good move that's worked. Yeah, I don't know. Just hope he's me. doing well, right? Hope he's doing well. Um, I, I, I feel, oh, yeah. I don't know if he's still there. He might be in a different country again, but 
he was there. Where, wherever he, actually, he is, let's see if he can be like our first listener in Mongolia or wherever the hell he's living now. Oh, I would love that. You know, yeah. first episode as, uh, as, as co-hosts. Yeah. How do, how do you feel? I feel great. I feel like I talked probably way more than I should have, but you know, it is. No, it, there's, listen, there's no cap on convo here, homegirl. All right. This is content. This is what we do. This is what we do. We're a content farm. Um, yeah. Also, if people just like send us stories. I feel like that would be really funny. Oh, you know what we, we were going to do? The Would You Rather game. Oh, yeah, we should. We'll do that next episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Every episode we're going to do a Would You Rather question because Justin has the answer to the internet. And I think that'd be really funny because I need to do that. Oh, yeah. So 100%. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll evolve from here. We'll have some guests on. Oh, and I got... Yes. um. I did something to entice us to get some listeners. I bought, uh, I bought four $10 Starbucks gift cards. So Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a promo out that um, tag, uh, you know, whatever, one of those fucking Instagram promo things, uh, tag mm-hmm. five friends or whatever, and, and prove that you're following the podcast and we'll enter you to win a, a $10 starbucks gift card that i'll mail to you and also something else weird i got a bunch of stuff here that i'll mail to you i'll mail you something strange if you know if you're listening to it and you're you're into that so you know whatever i got i'll I'll send i got a bunch of junk here that'd be a fun thing to (laughs) (laughs) just random shit yeah i'll just i'll just send you some stuff (laughs) just a one peloton shoe just like here you go yeah yeah you can see it in the back here (laughs) oh i love it but this was fun mads as always this is fun. I went in. I had a lot of wine tonight, so I'm feeling good. So I'm hopefully it comes out good. Hopefully no, everyone I, was entertained. I, I think I think uh, I think it will come out good. I had a couple of Trulies myself. Truly, uh, oh yeah, lemonade hard seltzers. Definitely recommend. Very tasty. Feel like yes. I'm doing like Trump hands with my like. Oh they're, my the ver- God. they're the tastiest um, of the hard <laughs> seltzers. They're the most beautiful cans. I, I've never seen a can as good as this. It's the most beautiful can. Well, is that pretty good? Shooky shook right now. That was flawless <laughs> execution. I'm enraged in my body because that was that good. It was great <laughs> to me at how good that was. Oh man, um, I, I, I start. I started trying it just by saying uh, China in Trump voice. China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> China. We should have never let it leave China. Such a fuck. We've flown off the rails here, haven't we? <laughs> We're going. <laughs> I am, I'm just being triggered left and right, and I'm, I could go into another rant, but I won't. But I'll try and get SJ on next time or another time soon where she feels like she can talk. I'm trying to, I'll liquor her up a little bit because I feel like we have good stories. And any of your friends that come on, I would love to hear about like crazy shit that you guys have done. Hell yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, we'll do another one next week. Yeah, I'll be home, but we'll actually, I'm free on Monday and Tuesday and it, it'll be after the weekend. So hopefully I'll have some good stories or stupid ass DMs to uh, talk about. So Fuck yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. All right. Let's wrap it here. You guys, thanks for listening to us again for however long this one was, but we appreciate you. I, uh, I knew 
Yeah, te- follow us on uh, on Instagram um, at HCTB Pod and um, the whole nine yards. Follow me on Twitter, JLang20, and uh, follow Maddie on Twitter at uh, is it M dot Barisano or M underscore Barisano? It is M or my Instagram is M dot Barisano. I think my Twitter is M underscore Barisano. All right, but, so mine yeah. is mine is the same on both. Follow her on on Twitter and Instagram too. So. Yeah. This is a lot of fun, Mads. So fun. We'll we'll talk soon. Yeah, we'll uh we'll see you. Thanks for tuning in.